Welcome to Inspirational Living with Shonda Jenkins. Are you ready to rediscover you? On this show, I share stories from my own personal experiences, knowledge from spiritual teachers, mindfulness leaders, and philosophers, guiding people to inner healing, self-discovery, and self-love. If you're tired of feeling stuck in cycles from your subconscious programming, or you feel like your life lacks a sense of purpose, tune in today while I share with you another tip on how you can live a more fulfilling, joyful, and purposeful life. Before we get into this episode, I want to share with you guys that I wrote a book. It's called Finding My Happy Place inspiring you to live a happy life. Finding my happy place is meant to inspire you to go on your own journey and free yourself from society beliefs of who you are and who you should be and how you should live your life. I used to struggle with people pleasing, insecurities, and feelings of unworthiness until one day I decided it was enough. This book It's meant to inspire you to get your power back so that you can be the best version of yourself and find happiness in the process. Because each day you wake, when you fill your mind with inspiration, more incredible things will happen for your life. This book is more than inspiration and motivation. It's a self-development book meant to propel you to create the changes you want to see in your life. So are you ready for changing your life? Do you need a daily dose of motivation? And are you ready to be inspired? This book is here to help you live a happier and fulfilled life. The book is available on Amazon. I have paperback for only $10. The hardcover is only $15. And if you have Kindle Unlimited, it's $0. Or $5 for the ebook. So if you're ready to live a more happier and fulfilled life, check out my book, Finding My Happy Place, Inspiring You to Live a Happy Life. All right, you guys, let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to Inspirational Living. I'm your host, Shonda Jenkins, and today I have with me Morgan Ayala. Today, we're going to be talking about healing your relationship with yourself. And so this month's theme is all about love, whether it's self-love or even discovering the love of your life. And so today, Morgan is going to be talking about her journey of healing her relationship with herself and sharing tips to help you start healing your relationship with yourself. All right, you guys. So welcome, Morgan, to the show. Thank you, Morgan. (laughs) Thanks for having me. (laughs) You're welcome. And I meant to mention Morgan is the owner of Rhapsody Baking in Greenville, South Carolina. And so if you're local here, you can check her out. Um, If you visit here, then you can try some of her delicious cookies. (laughs) I try. (laughs) So Morgan, if you want to share with people just a little bit about you, I know I shared about Rhapsody Baking, but just share with them about you and then really about your journey of healing your relationship with yourself. Okay. Um, well, yeah, as Shonda said, my name is Morgan. I do live here in Greenville. I've been a Greenvillian, I guess, since like 2014. I guess that's how you say it. I don't know. <laughs> um, I moved down here at the time with my husband and my firstborn. Uh, he 
my oldest was diagnosed with autism and that was really hard to get through and, and handle. And then we had our youngest son um, who was also diagnosed to be on the spectrum. Mm. So needless to say, we have lots and lots and lots of uh, neurodiversity in our house. Um, I started Rhapsody Baking in 2018. Uh, I have always had a love for food. It's never really mattered what kind of food, but I've always been very partial to sweets. Um, as a kid growing up, I loved, I loved anything sweet. Um, yeah, me too. And I got in trouble for it a lot, <laughs> which just made me love it more. <laughs> um, I I wanted to you know, as a stay-at-home mom to two special needs boys, I didn't really have a creative outlet. Um, and I needed something to bring me joy. Uh, I knew that I liked cooking for my family, despite the fact my, my kids don't really eat what I cook. It's too fancy for them. They <laughs> like their craft macaroni and cheese, whereas I like to get all in there and make all the things. Uh, <laughs> so we don't even, I don't even try anymore. Um, <laughs> I started making cakes first and I got pretty good at it and it got to the point where people wanted fondant covered cakes. <laughs> um, to me, fondant is Play-Doh for cake and I'm not a fan at all. <laughs> um, so I did one and I said, no, I'm not doing that anymore. Uh, I moved on to cookies and eventually macarons, French macarons. Um, and I, I've been going at it ever since, uh, constantly changing the way I do things and learning how to do new things um, and, and just going from there with that. And in that, I have learned a lot about myself along the way. So it's been a really fun ride so far. Um, I'm now instructing at the cook station here in Greenville. I'm the macaron instructor and also one of the cookie decorating instructors. So yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, she is an amazing decorator. Like, and she's like self-taught from YouTube. So if you see- I, I am uh, YouTube <laughs> University, man, for the win, let's go. <laughs> you would think she like went to culinary school because her stuff is just so perfect. Um, I've been seeing your stuff and it has improved. Like it, it has, it, I mean, I'll do a hair flip here, but it, it definitely has gotten better over the years. <laughs> so tell me about, um, how did cooking and all this stuff, how do you, how did it tie into healing your relationship or is that kind of something separate with healing your relationship by yourself? Um, my, my cooking and my baking are very much tied into it. Um, as a child, I, um, my parents divorced when I was two. And so in both households, there was a lot of trauma from the generation before them. Um, unfortunately, they laid a lot of that trauma on me and then some. Um, I can remember watching my dad cook in the kitchen or he, you know, attempted to come, you know, have me come in there and help him. Um, I was never really good at math. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't like math. I don't math. I'll, <laughs> I'll just, I'll double the number, write it down and go from there. Like, I'm not going to sit there and no, we don't do that. 
um, and I, I would mess up or I wouldn't understand something and I would get physically assaulted by it or for it, um, or called names or, you know, you know, stuff like that. Like it, it didn't become fun, but I remember watching him do it or, you know, stand in there and cook or make bread or something like that. And just be in awe of how you can start out with something so simple and small and messy and turn it into something that like fills your soul with happiness and makes you feel good um and the same with my mom I will never I will never love somebody's fried chicken more than I love that woman's fried chicken (laughs) (laughs) will not happen I don't care who you are it will not happen um she to me the woman she made good food um she grew up in the country in Florida and she picked up a lot of habits along the way that weren't really good for her and then she bestowed them on me yay me go team um (laughs) but one of the things that she that I did learn from her was actually how to season my food properly yeah so (laughs) that's important uh, uh she she was like uh butter mayonnaise and sour cream everything uh, so I mean I, I I the the basically the trinity of the south yeah <laughs> anything with fat in it let's go um but it's it's not that they had a passion for cooking it's I picked up on that I picked up on how each ingredient played a part mm-hmm. you know um onions give it a different you know if you're making like homemade pot roast and I'm talking like the sauce and everything from scratch you know everything in there has its own special role it does a different part it does something different um and and when I started my business that led me into seeing my life and the way I was living my life and the way I was teaching my kids to live their lives completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, I made the decision to pull them out of all their therapies in 2019. Mm-hmm. That would have made them um, uh, five and three. Mm-hmm. And it got to a point where things for them just weren't working out anymore. Um, In 2018, the same year I started my business, I was also diagnosed with autism. Mm. So it all, everything made a lot of sense. Um, I, I didn't want my children to grow up thinking that they had to do things that made them uncomfortable physically just to get somebody to notice them um and sometimes that's what our that's what their therapy taught them to do like it kind of there are some situations that you will be put in in life that will make you uncomfortable that you have to work through but as a child you shouldn't have to go through that yeah now that's not to say that none of the therapies were helpful they absolutely were but there were also some instances where I was like is this really what's best for them Um, I was in and out of mental health therapy for 
two thirds of my life, like from a very young child, um, all the way up until like I was 31 or 32, I'm going to be 36 next weekend. Um, and I stopped going because it got really frustrating, um, to try to go to talk to somebody to actually get help to work through stuff. Mm -hmm. And all, all that seemed they wanted to do was give me a medication Mm. here, take a Prozac. This will help here. Oh, you're having nightmares. Okay. Here's an Ambien. I can't take Ambien. Yeah. Like it's that stuff's bad. It, it causes so many addictive things and it, you, you know, you just become addicted to it. I've taken it before and it's not fun. Um, but that's where my business came into play. And while it is extremely stressful at times, especially currently, because there are a lot of things going on with it. Um, it's also one of, if not my greatest accomplishment to date, um, you know, aside from being a mom to two amazing boys, um, I have grown into not only being a business owner, but being my true authentic self. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's taken a lot of realization on my part. That's taken a lot of, um, sleepless nights and still sleepless nights, um, because it's not something that you can just do and be done with it. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's something that you have to consistently work on. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's the easiest thing to do because it's probably one of the hardest things you're ever going to have to do. Um, but it can be done. Um, I, I think for me, it took a turning point, a, an even bigger turning point um, in 2020, mm-hmm. you know, year of COVID. Um, and while there were a lot of people who suffered directly from that, I was suffering from something else. I was dealing mm-hmm. with my own demons and stuff. Um, one of those being the parent that I had clung to the most throughout my childhood and my teenage years and my young adult life, uh, my mom was on her way down. Um, she had been diagnosed with COPD and emphysema in 2007. Mm. And in 2020, the doctors gave her just a few months to get her affairs in order. Um, I went to Florida in July. That's where she lived at. And right in the middle of COVID, just smack dab in the middle of it. um, I found that the way she was living was just, it was awful. Um, So she, to kind of give like some idea, um, she lived in the upstate of Florida and right next to the Suwannee River. or not right next to it, but close enough to it to where if it rained a lot, it would flood. Um, you had to take a canoe to get to her house because mm-hmm. the yard that she, her, the house she was staying in had flooded so bad. Um, you had to actually be in a canoe to get across to get to her. Oh, wow. um, so even if she, you know, was able to do stuff for herself, she wouldn't have been able to leave her house. 
Um, it was a really traumatic experience for me seeing that and then getting into where she was and seeing the way she was having to live and, and whatnot and hearing her suffer and not taking care of herself at all. I mean, she'd, she'd completely given up. Yeah. Um, in December of 2020, um, she went to the hospital, uh, I'm not really responsive, but they were able to get her um, stabilized and she remained in a coma until Christmas Eve where she died. Mm. Um, I had, I had been making plans to go see her on Christmas day after the boys had opened their presents and I didn't get that chance. Um, People don't prepare you for losing a parent. No. Um, it, it took a lot for me. Uh, and, and not just in the fact of losing a parent. I mean, she was my mom, but she mm. also had a lot of issues. She left me with a lot of baggage, um, a lot of unanswered questions, things like that. Um, and all of 2021 and most of last year, I spent in a blind rage. Mm. Not towards anyone in particular. Yeah. Um, but I, I pretty much got to the point where I just did not, did not care. I was doing for me and for my kids. And that was, that was it. That was it. I, those were my priorities. Um, I attempted to leave my business for a while just to kind of work on healing myself, but I realized that I couldn't do that because I, I needed it. Yeah. It had become a part of who I was. Um, not my identity per se, but it's something that I needed to do to keep myself from losing my mind. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I was working at Plate 108, you know, mm-hmm. hanging out with you guys. and Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even know, like, all of this you were going through, Megan. Like, I'm I asking Megan, Morgan, I'm so sorry that you went through all of that. Like, that hearing this, like, and then having to deal with everything that you were already going through and then to have that happen. And trying to like, like you didn't even show that anything was wrong and trying to keep it together with coming to play, doing your events <laughs> and stuff. Like, and then, then I, I mean, just every yeah. day. Over, over the years as a child growing up in the household, households that I grew up in, um, you had to learn real quick how to hide your emotions. Mm. And then any abusive relationships I was in, um, the same thing applied because if for one moment you showed any weakness or any emotion or any, anything at all, you were immediately a target Hmm. immediately, no hesitation to get a remote thrown at you, no hesitation to have your head slammed into a wall, no hesitation to be called every name in the book. Um, I I mean, and from both parents, 
from both parents. I, my mom is just as guilty as my dad. And I, honestly, like I, I forgave him a long time ago. Um, I don't have any contact with him anymore. Um, I actually cut off contact for like the eighth time in my life last year. Um, and I, I'm done for good now because I knew, I realized that it's just not good for me. The way he talks to me is not good for me. Yeah. Um, I've always been the black sheep in that side of the family and I always will be. It doesn't matter what I do. Yeah. It just, it does not matter what I do. I, I am the most successful child on that side of the family and I'm still treated like I'm 13 years old and I made all these mistakes or not even mistakes, but I, all these things happened and I'm still being treated negatively for it. Um, my mom has been harder to forgive. Um, I actually went and had a mediumship reading, reading in December of 2022 mm -hmm. at Arcane Remedies. I'm going to name drop right now. Arcane Remedies for any mediumship reading. Amazing, <laughs> amazing, amazing. Um, <laughs> I, you gotta I, let me know and I'll share them below also. Oh yeah, they're they're great people. Um and the things that I heard and felt that day during that reading still I, I don't want to say haunt me, but I still carry because there's still things that I know I need to work with. Now obviously getting a medium reading isn't for everybody. And I accept that, but I needed something to kind of give me some sort of guidance yeah. on what I was supposed to do. I'm not a religious person. I I've tried it. It didn't stick. <laughs> I've tried it multiple times. It doesn't stick. I don't know what to tell you. I know we're in the Bible bell and I'm, you know, I'm just, that's not my jam. It's not my jam. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> people so I, I I would say I would t tell a joke right now but I'm not going to um, <laughs> um but I I I had to acknowledge that I was feeling a lot of anger towards her after she died yeah it wasn't as prominent mm -hmm. as it was when you know like it when she was alive, my frustration and anger towards her wasn't as loud in my head. Yeah. Um, I think because I talked to her every day, sometimes twice a day, I'd get these random text messages from her asking me what I was doing. Yeah. Um, and when all that stopped, you know, when you're not being distracted by something, you, you're sitting in silence. Yeah, And if you're like me and you suffer from depression and anxiety and PTSD and bipolar disorder and any of these other, you know, borderline personality disorder, any of these other things, which I've all been clinically diagnosed with, um, it's loud in your head, even though it's quiet out here. Yeah. And if it's loud in your head, you don't really have a way to silence anything because there's no way to distract what's going on in there, like who's talking. Um, 
whether it be your imposter syndrome or just your intrusive thoughts coming in, it doesn't matter because they're always there. You can distract yourself throughout the day and with your friends and go out. But when you're alone, like I am, it's, it gets loud. So I've, I've, I've been dealing with a lot of anger and frustration towards her and it took acknowledging all of that recognizing that and then becoming okay with it yeah it's okay to be angry it's Mm -hmm. okay to feel rage it's okay to sit in it and wallow the point is to not stay there yeah um people don't want you to have any emotions society does not want you to have any emotions I'm going to be 36 in a week and the biggest lesson I ever learned in life was don't be emotional Mm. that's that they tell you that in school when you're getting bullied Mm. I was I was the goth girl I was that girl I umbrella hot topic all day long all day long um when you're getting bullied oh don't be so emotional stop taking everything so seriously parents tell you that Mm. therapists sometimes tell you that a judge in a courtroom on your custody hearing date will tell you that wow like you as the child like you need to stop being so emotional it's not getting anything done why are you crying like and a judge is telling you that like my whole life that's what I've been told so that's what I learned Mm. and now in my 30s I'm having to teach myself what is this emotion I'm feeling where is it coming from Mm. how can I honor it And how can I either carry it with me to learn or set it down? Yeah. Um, Healing, healing a relationship with yourself is, is it's traumatic in itself Um, because you, you have to build armor to deflect everything on that's going on outside of you all the while taking off armor inside your mind Mm. to accept who you are yes um I have known since I was 15 years old that I'm bisexual I go, I like both teams. I love everybody. You treat me with respect and respect my space. Yeah. And don't come at me sideways like some people we know. (laughs) Um, We're good. We're good. I'm not going to have any issues with you. I'll tell you, hey, you have a cute butt or say, hey, nice hair or something like that. Just to be nice. I like to throw out random compliments to people. Yeah. Um, Especially when I'm out in downtown because you don't know if they woke up that morning and had a ton of self-loathing you don't know how they're feeling about themselves um I was out with some friends um about a week ago and we had gone to Marble Slab to get ice cream 
and we were leaving and there was this guy sitting on the sidewalk um people just walking right by him he's being super friendly despite his conditions he -hmm. was being nice to everybody um we walked by you know said hi sir how are you he was like oh i'm good i see you guys got some ice cream like yeah we you know hungry want a little snacky poo you know after we had a few (laughs) drinks it's fine he's like yeah i love ice cream i haven't had any ice cream in a minute and i just spent ten dollars on ice cream from marble slab so i took a bite of mine and handed it to him like here you go i know it's cold but i hope you enjoy this it's full of reese's cups have fun nice (laughs) right here (laughs) and then like you know people are like oh that was so sweet and I'm like I mean I guess it he's a human too yeah humans humans are we're not wired to not show any emotion I don't know why people think that it's that easy Mm. I mean you you said earlier that I never showed any indication that anything was going on ever the amount of times I hear that on a daily basis from everybody that I know is insane to me. And all I can think of is that's how I had to teach myself. Mm. Um, I, I, I wasn't ever given space to do any of this, to recognize anything, to help other people, to do, you know, to do things for other people without expecting something in return. Like everybody expects something in return and you can't go through life doing that. Yeah. Um, and you also can't go through life pretending like you don't feel anything. Yeah. I've spent most of my life doing it. And the only thing it does is it makes you numb. Yeah. And while being numb does have its perks I'm not gonna lie if you're numb you can't feel anything and you don't get hurt but every time you get hurt every time you get disappointed every time something does not work out the way that you had hoped it would that's an ingredient that's going into your pot Hmm. or going into your dough yes whatever and I know it sounds cheesy and you guys can laugh at me when you want to I know I've spent all day on this analogy leave me alone (laughs) (laughs) um it it in the end it's part of you it's going to be a part of you and it doesn't matter how you want to ignore it or not ignore it or process it or not process it the problem is is it's still going to be there tomorrow that feeling is still going to be there tomorrow. One of my good friends was just nominated for a James Beard Award. I've seen that. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I'm not yeah. gonna name drop her here because she's yeah. going through it right now. Yeah. <laughs> her and her business are going through it right now. So I'll yeah. leave her alone. Um, she is one of the most deserving individuals I have met in Greenville ever 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 and this girl this person woman I think she identifies as she so she has been struggling so hard Mm. 
with not only supply and demand since her business has blown up because of that nomination, but also with accepting mm. that people, there are going to be people, unfortunately, that it doesn't matter what you do to make them happy, you're not going to be able to. Yeah. And the only thing I could tell her the other day, and it's funny because it's something that I've tried to tell myself and my brain is just like, no, we're not going to do that. Um, <laughs> I told her, I said, be a duck. Mm. And she's like, what? I was like, be a duck. You're getting, you're getting these negative reviews, right? She's like, well, yeah. I was like, why are you getting them? She's like, well, wait times mostly. I was like, okay. Anybody who knows what your business looks like knows that that's garbage. That's a garbage excuse to leave a negative review on anybody. Like, unless it's an establishment that has 50 some odd employees, you know, whatever. You're, you're a little building. Maybe four of you can fit behind that counter. Maybe on a, on a slow day. Be a duck. And let those reviews roll off your back because at the end of the day, the people that are going to be in your corner are the people that have always been in your corner. And you need to learn how to be in your corner too. Yeah. Mm. Because when I went and saw her the day I found out about that nomination, she, her immediate was, I don't know what to do. I'm going to fail everybody. Mm. No, ma'am. No. First of all, no, you're not. Look, look at where you are. Look at what you're doing. Look at the things you put out. Second of all, the people who got you, they're not going to let you fail. I mean, and she's just crying and I'm just like, I don't know how to handle this right now. Because <laughs> I'm literally, I'm telling her stuff that I've tried to tell myself. Yeah. And I can't, for the life of me, I can't process it in a way that makes me want to take my own advice. But yet I'm giving out this advice to somebody and it sounds great. Like, yeah. it sounds great. But why would I take my own advice? Yeah. <laughs> why would I do that? Self, in, you know, intrusive thought, here we go. Like, why would I take my own advice? I can't even, you know do something as easy as you know be I don't know what everybody wants me to be which is not going to cut it I'm not I'm not going to be the idea that everybody thinks I am or should be or wants me to be yeah and that was another thing that led me into healing or trying and learning to heal myself and my relationship with myself is that I I am going to let people down yes it doesn't matter what I do there's always going to be somebody that is let down by something I did or didn't do or didn't go over in a class or didn't provide where my prices, freaking butter is $6 a box now. And my prices have increased to accommodate that. I'm barely making any money myself. 
the amount of clientele I've lost since I've increased my prices has is insane. I'm not saying that for pity. I'm I'm just saying like I'm not gonna be in the negative just because my cookies are 25 cents more than they were last year. I can't do that. I can't run a business like that. Yeah. So I've had to learn to be okay with disappointing everybody else around me Mm. on the occasion, because if I'm being who I am comfortable with, if I'm comfortable with who I am, I am happier. Um, I, I am more capable of being a better mom. I am more capable of being a better friend and a better business owner, being who I am. Uh, my entire business, like, slogan, if you will, everything about that title came from Bohemian Rhapsody. The song, not the movie, the song. (laughs) But Freddie Mercury, once he, you know, the way they portrayed him in that movie was astounding. I was so happy. I'm a huge Queen fan. Um, would give absolutely anything to have seen the Live Aid performance Yeah, <laughs> in person. I mean, I don't care if it's just for 15 minutes just to watch them. Send yeah. me back. I'll do whatever the universe wants. Please, Kay, thank you. Um, <laughs> anything. Um, the man set, he was one of the people to set the bar for being your true authentic self and not giving two flying, pardon my language, fucks about it. Yeah. When you live down here, it's harder to do that. Yeah. You have all these expectations on you for a lady, for a, just a person in general, for a woman that's 35 and, you know, and color obviously race plays a big part in that too which I have found to be truly appalling in a lot of ways and I I can't for the life of me understand why things are are the way they are right now yeah um for a lot of people um being I I don't think that it is well known that I am part of the LGBTQ community. Um, I, it wasn't until recently, I even made Mm -hmm. it part of my Instagram profile. Mm -hmm. Um, I came out last year. I did it again. I, the first time I did it was a few years ago, but I came out again last year because I was like, I feel like somebody needs to see this like on because I knew a few people who were going through some things like with their identity and I I like to leave leave that door open to kind of like give help give people courage like hey 
it's okay. You have people that you know that are supportive. You have people that you know that are going through the same things mm-hmm. you are. It's okay to reach out. It's okay to be this way. You are who you are. Don't change that for anybody. Yes. <laughs> you can see me around town. I'm literally the one with multicolored hair every yes. single month <laughs> thanks to my stylist. Erica Krause, shout out. Woo, love you, baby. um but when I named my business that it and then I went through the things I went through after my mom died and I started learning all these different lessons like how how loving yourself is actually really, really hard. It is really, really hard. Which means you just got to do it even harder. Mm. And give yourself grace, which is also very hard if you're one of those people that sets the bar so high you can't even reach it on your tippy toes. Mm. And I know quite a people who are like that. Yeah, recovering, I see. There's, there's, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people like that. Um, and you you don't you don't realize that right away. Um, you know, you see, you know, imposter syndrome. People, you know, that stuff comes out in people in waves in waves you can literally feel it coming off of them if you pay attention like they're like I shouldn't be here the same thing happened to me at euphoria last year I I got to euphoria which a lot of people don't know one of if not the biggest foodie event in the southeast mm-hmm. and it's here in Greenville it's like an all-year thing but there's like a week-long thing of events going down at the baseball field here in Greenville yeah. I was there for two days um my one of my best friends who's also my stylist Erica came and helped me on the first day and then my other friend who you know Spencer from plate 108 came and helped me on the second day and in less than two hours all of the macarons I had made were gone on both days Mm. on both days the amount of business cards I went through those days was ridiculous my dream to get to euphoria started when I started my business. Cause I just, I wanted it's food. Yeah. And the people and the environment and the community that involve food, white wine and butter has taken on my macarons to have in their, in their shop there in Cartwright food hall. Yeah. I've been working I with see- them since I think October. Yeah. Or no September, I think. Um, and I mean, I've had my, my stuff in a few other places too. I mean, and, and those accounts are no longer exist for, you know, reasons, but the thing is, is like, I, I met a goal last year. I didn't think I was going to get because somebody told me you are good enough. You absolutely, a chef, an actual chef told me to reach out because you are good enough Mm. 
And even though in my head, I'm like, no, you're not, no, you're not, no, you're not, no, you're not. I reached out anyway. They accepted me. I was down there for two days and I cried both days, literally almost passed out on the first day Mm. uh, because of how I was feeling. The owners from a few other small businesses around town came to see me and give me hugs and well wishes that day because they knew how big of a deal that was for me. Um, and it's not even about, I, I don't want to say publicity because there wasn't any publicity really. Um, it was just about being somewhere where there were people who were like me who started out where I am now and who go through the same things I go through. Mm-hmm. And still made it. Like the the people that I have in my corner for my business purposes or for business purposes are my people. The people I have in my corner just for emotional and mental and physical purposes are my people too. Um, and I, I never thought I would have that. But the opinion that's mattered the most is one that's taken me the longest to be okay with, and that's mine. Yeah. I'm happy with my brightly colored hair that always changes. Yeah. And is never the same. I'm happy being, you know, having the mom bod that I have. I eat what I want to eat. I stop when I get full. It's all a matter of learning how to balance that. And I, I mean, I, I'm, I hit a few goals with that last year, which I was really happy about. I don't work out because we don't like cardio. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I tried yoga and I almost broke my back. So we don't do that no more either. They tried to put me in like whatever that backward bin was. And I was like, mm, no, I don't No, We don't do that here. <laughs> That's not going to happen. I'll sit in child's pose. Thanks. Perfect one up. Let me know when we're finished. (laughs) Just, I'm going to lay, I'm going to take, I'm going to take a nap. Give me like a 10 minute nap. It's fine. (laughs) Um, I rest when I need to rest. My kids are out of town with their dad right now. And I had all these big plans to deep clean the house and yada, yada, yada. I've spent the past three days just chilling out in my room, cleaning it, organizing it, rearranging it, making myself meals that I know I will enjoy, (laughs) feeding my soul, and, you know, preparing for this week ahead because there's so much going on. Um, But my, my relationship with myself has definitely improved over the past few years and I hope that it does continue to improve um it's it's definitely something I'm still fighting with I'm you I I don't want people to come on here and be like oh she's gonna give us all the details and just tell us how to you know be more put no no I'm sorry there's not a magic formula for that (laughs) you know cry when you want to cry, yell when you want to yell, 
owning your emotions rather than letting them own you. I think that's where a lot of people struggle is that they're, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of like having a bossy dog. <laughs> do you, do you have any dogs? I have a cat. Okay. Well, does your cat yell at you when he gets hungry or she gets yes, hungry? Yes. Yeah. Same, same concept, same concept. <laughs> your brain's yelling at you when it needs you to, you know, to do things or tell it things or make it tell itself things and whatnot. So it's going to sit there and scream at you like, Hey, feed me, whether it be nutritional food or music that heals your soul or people that are good for your soul or just thoughts and or processing thoughts color for crying out loud the amount of Lisa Frank coloring books I have <laughs> and gel pens I mean come on <laughs> learning it's almost like training a dog or a cat uh, that can happen I've seen it yeah um, <laughs> you you have to manipulate your emotions to a point where you can say, Hey, I know you're there. I feel you. I don't know where this is coming from, but let me take a minute to figure this out. Hmm. Let me sit down and see what's happening here because this is overwhelming or it's taking too much out of me or it's coming out and it's attacking somebody else. Mm. Don't want to do that. Let's own this so that it doesn't come back in a week to own me. Mm. Realizing that you're feeling what you're feeling for a reason. Yes. Is probably a really, it might be one of the hardest lessons that if you're used to shutting your emotions down it's mm -hmm. one of the hardest lessons that you have to deal with is trying to understand that there's a reason why you're feeling the way you are let's explore this yeah and let's adapt because at the end of the day the only person's opinion that's going to matter is your own did you think you were a good person today no let's do better tomorrow yeah. Are you are you showing your kids how to do that? Are we carrying on generational curses? Mm. Are we giving them our trauma? Mm. If you want to be the end of that, then we have to actually make an effort to be the end of that and accept like, hey, this shit hurts. It hurts us. Mm. Let's stop it here so it doesn't carry on and continue to hurt other people yes let's figure out why this is feeling this way and change it so that these ingredients in this dough or in this pot or in this stew or whatever don't burn and it's not bland and it elevates your dish rather than make it all fall apart that is beautiful like this has 
Oh my god. I almost cried. Oh my god. This I is, love food. <laughs> this has been so great. Like does not just avoiding the emotion and just saying, all right, we're just gonna stuff you. But we're gonna really sit down with that emotion and say, let's figure out why we feel like this. And, and it's not easy. It's really not. It's people, not. You know, and it's you not. Know, people are like, oh, go to therapy. Do your healing in therapy. Honey, you can go to therapy all day. Talking to someone about your stuff all day long is great, you know. But at the end of the day, your therapist doesn't know you. Mm. I mean, I, I've had one good therapist in my whole life and I had to stop seeing her because, you know, finances unfortunately but like I also needed to accept that the things that happened to me really happened and that I never dealt with them yeah and not only that I still didn't want to deal with them but I knew that if I didn't they were going to get dealt with one way or the other just not in a good way yeah um accepting and learning and letting it just let it roll so many people want to hold the wheel while they're driving this car you know and if you swerve you're not really supposed to correct it necessarily you're supposed to just kind of hold it steady and let it correct itself and that's basically the same thing hold hold your mind as steady as you can and let's see where this goes because if you don't figure it out it's going to get figured out one way or the other and you're not going to like how it happens yeah and it's going to be too late yeah you got to start now definitely wherever you at your process you got to start now you can be in your 50s and starting now and it will be your the greatest decision you will ever make in your life and it's just it's and it's not something that's going to happen overnight and it's not ever going to end that's the thing healing your relationship is not something that's just a hit it and quit it type of thing like that's a that's a lifelong decision that you have to stick with yeah and stay with and keep on top of and remember hey I made this choice I gotta finish it as long as it takes and if I don't then me and everyone who's around me is going to suffer from it yeah wow that (sighs) organist has been so great you have shared (laughs) You have led us into your life. You have shared with us how just owning your emotions instead of letting them own you. Like, I feel like that is what we can take from this. Learning to acknowledge the emotion because either way it goes, it's going to be a knowledge. Regardless if you want to consciously acknowledge it, it's getting dealt with in your body. Oh, yeah. Like, you've shared so much, like, this has like been great. It has been great. Is there anything else you want to share with anybody 
before I let you go? Uh, just give yourself grace because you're going to screw up. Everybody's going to screw up. That's we're we're humans. We're not robots. Yeah. <laughs> we're not perfect. I don't care who you are. And I don't care what you do. You're not the greatest at what you do. You're the greatest to you. And that's what matters. I'm not the greatest baker here in Greenville. I'm not the greatest baker in the upstate. I'm not the greatest baker in South Carolina. And I'm okay with that. I'm I'm not the greatest mom, but I do my absolute best. I'm not the greatest friend. Most of my friends are in a constant state of anger with me because I hold no punches. <laughs> Morgan, I did this and this happened. And I told you not to do that and you didn't listen. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, just give, give yourself and everybody else around you, Grace, stop holding that bar so impossibly high because that's just going to make things worse for you. Yeah, definitely. All right, you guys. Well, thank you for tuning in today and thank you, Morgan, for sharing knowledge on how you heal your relationship with yourself and even tips on how we can really just start giving ourselves grace and honoring our emotions. And if you guys have enjoyed this, make sure you give her a follow because you're going to like what she's sharing. Even if you're not here, at least you get to see the cookies and dream of taste. <laughs> <one day. laughs> and you get to see how she changes her amazing hair every single month. So even that's enough to look at. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hair is great. I love my hair. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but thanks again, you guys, for tuning in. And I hope that you take the advice that you learned today in this episode and really start giving yourself grace, really start loving on yourself. And it doesn't matter how old you are or how young you are. You can really start that journey of loving and healing your relationship with yourself. All right, you guys, if you are enjoying these episodes, make sure that you like it and subscribe to my podcast also leave me a review because that helps other people access my show and learn more about the show all right you guys i love you have an amazing day bye bye i gotta hit the stop button <laughs>